Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off starts. Oh, what a Against Gill, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! To the Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Ingvall. I'm with my guys, Mike and Rowett, to talk about some kicks. Woo! But hey, we've got a question to ask today, and we're just going to jump right into it. Dive on in. What is the last shoe you were most genuinely excited about getting, and how long did that excitement last? Mike, start us off, man. All right. I guess I'll go with me. And I, I took me, when we talked about this earlier, I was like, man, what was it? And then lo and behold, I looked to my right, to my shelf. And it is a retro, but it's something that's just near and dear to me. And that is the LeBron 9 Big Bang. Um, it was one of those things like, I know the price went down on this pretty drastically after the release because no one wants to wear this anymore. But I wasn't, you know, even thinking with a clear set of, you know, you know, uh, you know, you're thinking with the wrong head. I was, I was, I was thinking with my, my feet because I was like, I'm going to put these on my feet immediately. <laughs> so I ended up buying these for a little bit more than like probably about 20, 30 bucks more than retail. Uh, like the day they released, I missed out on the drop, but I have never been so happy about a purchase. I mean, I don't wear them a ton just because uh, there's, I feel like there's not a lot of occasions to throw the orange shoe on on earth, but it's just Unless you're so me. nice to have them. Right. Is <laughs> that? Unless you're me, it, it really, but really, right now, look, I just my wife just bought me a Space City jersey for the uh, like the Astros. Oh one. yeah, see. So I was yeah. like, this goes perfectly with it. So, God forbid we win, I'm gonna wear the same outfit for like seven days straight. So don't come near me. I'm gonna keep spraying deodorant on myself. <laughs> if you guys win, I will introduce you anytime you walk in a room by doing a drum solo on a garbage can. So there you go. <laughs> Hey, you know what? We just got caught, all right? Everyone, don't talk to me. It's not cheating. It's not trying. It's not. Look, if you're not cheating. You're not trying in baseball. You're yeah. trying to get an advantage, right? We steal. Shout out to Eddie Guerrero. Man. Like Eddie Guerrero takes a lot of our thoughts towards the act of cheating. And if done right, i.e. with your foot in your mouth or very humorously, everybody loves a good cheating attempt. Not in your relationships. Not in your relationships. Only in baseball. Black men do not cheat. Indian men do not cheat. White men do not cheat. Nobody cheats when it comes to Preach. matters of the heart. Preach. <laughs> I just I don't realized. Know how I'm supposed to follow that up. I'm, I don't know how you do follow it up, but I will say that as a tangent, Mike, I also bought a pair of uh, LeBron nines. I bought the cannons because I didn't think they were going to retro. And that's not my official answer for the question, but you did inspire me. And it is one of those things where sometimes, I don't know about you guys, I get in a funk and I just need to wear something that not only brightens my day, but it brings 
the enthusiasm out of people that aren't even, let's say, sneakerheads. They just enjoy unique footwear. And so yep. that's one of the secret joys of being a sneakerhead is you have that pair that when you put on, it's not going to necessarily elicit the most head turns from a high heat perspective. But from a conversational starter perspective, I think that's just as good for us. So mm -hmm. I agree, that's a man. good call. That sounds like a future episode, if you ask me. <laughs> Write it down it's, on the big board. Yep, yep. Well, I just realized as as Mike was talking about the the Big Bangs, uh, the the unfortunate byproduct of asking these questions in the Discord under our Sneaker History Question of the Day channel and listening to you guys talk about the shoes you love is going to mean me probably buying a pair of shoes that I don't really need to spend money on. <laughs> like those LeBron nines, because I, every time I see Mike put them up on the screen or put them on Instagram, I'm like, damn, I really should get a pair of those because I, I love that colorway. I just, I, I feel like anything connected to Galaxy-ish for Nike, you can't go wrong with. Oh, yeah. Still. I thought you had favorites. these already, honestly. Like, this is Nick Ingvall written all over I it. Like, I should have. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. <laughs> No, I was just going to say this. If we ever want to do the all orange episode, I'll wear a pair of my Kobe 8 All-Stars because that is also a very prolifically orange shoe. Very and nice. so, Nick, it's on you and Robbie whenever you hear this. You guys also get your most orange pair, and we'll do a Nickelodeon awareness show. Who knows? Just something to <laughs> put it, let that put color it on the board. Shine. Put it on the, put it on <laughs> the board. I'm, I'm already you, – you said all the yeah, words that yeah. made me happy, though. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. Um, so – as I said, we did ask this question in the Discord. I'm gonna I'm gonna list off a couple of uh, a couple of shoes that people responded with. So we got JD White one twelve with the uh, Lost and Found one. It said it's been months. Obviously, I think we're all kind of on the same boat with that one. It's almost hard to be into sneakers and not get a little excited about that shoe, even with how much it's everywhere. It's still just like, man, that's a good shoe. Yeah. I mean, prices are dropping on them. If that makes anyone happy, they're they're what went from like two grand to about three fifty now. So just hey. steadily coming down. I mean, I'm not buying yeah. it. The most I'll pay is two fifty. Most I'll pay. Um, what is retail for those of us that are somewhat out of the loop that want to feign interest and be like, yeah, I'd get a pair of those. I'm spitballing. <laughs> two twenty. I think it's either two hundred or one ninety. Okay. Dude, that 220, there's no way in the world. Like that, it's a Jordan one. I'm not paying for extra paper receipts. But I mean, you just said you'd pay 250. I know. Look, <laughs> my logic's not gonna make sense. That's the highest that I'll pay. My logic's yeah, not gonna no. make any sense there. Like at retail, I expected no more than 200. And yes, flame me all in the comments. I know it has like the dollar's a dollar, but it's just one of those like principles. Like, how are you gonna make a Jordan one coming right out of out of, out of Memphis? $220. Like, it better have, like, $200 bills inside of the shoe. <laughs> yeah, like, $100 <laughs> bill in the shoe. No, I, I mean, I put it this way, right? You have your retail thing. I selfishly always look at it from the perspective of, I'm not getting it unless it's employee pricing. And that saved me a lot of heartache. It saved me a lot of financial debt. It's just one of those things where I know the popular meme is, hey, if you miss out on a sneaker, buy some stock. How about if you miss out on a sneaker, you just sit on your money? Yeah. Hey, financial advice yeah. road. Just in the road. In this new podcast, yes. I'm about that life. <laughs> right? I mean, I do have that same kind of like $200 cap mm -hmm. for the most part. Like Jordans, <clears throat> any kind of retro product, I feel like if you're if you're at 200, you're pushing the limits of like what that shoe should ever be. But anyway, yeah. let, let's get into a couple more of these. So we got not Nick's tarps. 
Lightning Fours, the originals, were my favorite shoe. Every time I open the box, they make me happy. We got Kicks with V, the Air Max Scorpion. Still excites me, but can't get a pair right now. We got we got to get we got to help Vary and get a pair of these. Yeah, Scorpions, I, he's I been talking about them for months. <laughs> I mean, I almost want to ask him, like Varian, how tall are you now? Because that shoe's gonna add like an extra like foot and a half to your height. <laughs> like if if you're, you're you're gonna be a walking giant because that shoe has a stack height of like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. By the way, if you didn't know, Varian has kicks with V hot sauce. He's always been a huge supporter Fantastic. of the squad, of the community. Uh, if you need some hot sauce, he is the guy to talk to. There's actually a link in the description wherever you're watching or listening to this. You can get yourself 10% off your order, too. Uh, shameless plug. Not so shameless. We love Varian. Thanks for supporting us, Varian. Um, next up, we got Mario Restores, another huge supporter in the Discord. Yep. Picked up the, uh, the white and red Jordan 15s recently. I'm pretty sure that those shoes have not, like, he's probably slept in those shoes for the last few weeks because every time I look on Discord, I see those shoes. So uh, I'm not mad at him. I'm, I'm not mad at it it's at all. It's excitement right I, there. I love to see yep. it. <laughs> um, it's exactly that, to your point. What was the old meme where it's a day in the life of somebody and it's a close up of their face over the course of a year? I want somebody to do that with Mario's 15s. <laughs> With the, like the very haunting. See all the seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, oh, yep. Awesome. <laughs> uh, my first toss says last shoe that did it for did that for me would be the Amamanye threes. Just the meaning behind them and the build up till I actually got that confirmation email. It was wild before the before that would be the the Ghost SBs. So both those <laughs> shoes are super dope. Yeah. Um, and shoes I wish I would have picked up but did not. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think for me, I, I wasn't the sneaker history consensus that the Alma Amanye threes were our unofficial sneaker of the year last year. And I, when the whole community I, gets behind it, especially, that, yeah. In this, yeah, yep. especially in these divisive times, it really speaks to the brilliance and the beauty and the quality of that shoe. So, in fact, if somebody finds a word that they don't like about that shoe, let me know, because I'm just curiosity's sake, because everybody I've talked to will only sing its praises. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I think I think with the, anything, you know, I'm a manier now. It's like now you've seen a few colorways. You've seen a, the theme, right? So like people are now complaining that the theme is just repeating, you know, in loose, loosely, you know, I'm, that's not my opinion, but that's what you see on the internet where it's like, Oh, that wasn't too much different than the last one. Right. And to me, it's like, well, duh. Like why ruin something that was like largely regarded as like the best shoe of the year yeah. by many, many people's accounts. I mean, I personally, when the when the three came out, was like, oh, I really wanted like actual elephant print on there because I'm just a sucker for elephant print. Fair. But when I started seeing people get them and post about them and like got to see them in person, I was like, oh man, like I, I need to actually get a pair of these at some point or another. So I need that price you, to drop on those because those suckers yeah. are nice. I'm just not paying seven hundred dollars for a uh, Jordan three yeah, or any shoes. To pricey be honest one. with you. <laughs> yep. Yep. The one um, cool perk about working at Nike, I got those under retail. Let's just I remember it. when you got those. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I don't get jealous often, but that was one of those few times. <laughs> and I'm jealous of your fandom of the San Antonio Spurs, your beautiful I, family, Mike. So I'm glad <laughs> that if there's one thing I could do, even if it was a fleeting, isolated moment, it would to invoke some jealousy from you. Because you're bringing up those dang Spurs, man. You keep bringing up those dang Spurs. I'm like, can't, can't do that. All I'm gonna say is nine times. Nick, what's the next topic? 
Um, I was just going to say, so I, I've been thinking about this because I posted the question yesterday in the Discord. And so obviously my first answer has to be the neighborhood undefeated Adidas ZX8000s. Okay. I ended up with four, four or five <laughs> pairs of those shoes, two, two whites, three blacks, I think. And I've worn through like a pair almost completely of the black ones because they're just like the beater dogs dogs got to go out in the morning grass is wet it's muddy you know the, the shoes i put on all the time it's now they just sit at the front door as like okay well if you need to do anything outside and you don't want to put a, a like a serious pair of shoes on this is your option still fresh though with beaters <laughs> yeah yeah and like i i've worn the white ones quite a bit but i've cleaned them enough to like maintain i have no idea why i like that shoe so much but i i can tell you like i still am excited about it actually on the last community call i was sitting on the back patio wearing them outside and like travis made the joke of like so, somehow they came up and travis made the joke of oh you probably got them on right now sure enough had them on right then and there <laughs> turn the camera like yeah I, I i don't know what it is about those shoes because like they are not that special in any way like they're, they're good quality mm-hmm. i think the colors are great because they're super simple gum bottom but like they're just basic you know it's a beautiful man, simplicity about it i don't know why that ha- that is like the shoe that comes to mind when i'm asking myself this question so that's that's the first one i'll get to another one but row it do you want to share either your thoughts or want to read some of the other replies yeah in the let's Discord? go through a couple more replies uh up next we had Ruben Thomas, everyone's favorite wedding, uh, I would say groom, maybe wedding guest, because he's the one famously, if you've been listening to our podcast, that I believe called in during his wedding, or was it? <laughs> this reception, yes. So Ruben, you're a real one for that. And for Ruben, the answer was the Carmine Sixes, considering I never thought my wife would ever buy me sneakers, lol. So the thing is with Ruben, the brand is the wife, and the wife is the brand, and I'm here for it. So keep thriving, young king. And more importantly, keep thriving, young queen. And if you can buy your man or your woman their favorite sneakers, I guarantee you that's going to elicit a joy that is very rarely seen. So kudos to you that attempt it and kudos to you that successfully execute it. <laughs> uh, do either of you have thoughts on the Carmine Sixes? Because it's one of the rare sixes I actually enjoy. So I wouldn't be opposed to it getting a pair myself, but mm. I'll defer to the sneaker history OG camp. What are your thoughts on the Carmine Six? One of my two favorite sixes. Uh, if it's not Black infrared is Carmen, Carmine, however you want to say it. Those two are my favorite. Need a pair. Um, I think I'm just going to break down and buy one of those pairs with the kind of pink midsole because people are just going to give them away at this point. Good shoe. Yep. I, my sentiments exactly. Infrared, black infrared sixes, probably top five sneaker of all time for me. Carmine's close second when it comes to the sixes. I think it was really just uh, the first time you saw like, like really contrasting panels on a sneaker, right? That were not just like the Jordan one is beautiful. It's it's like perfect, right? It's too perfect in a lot of ways. <laughs> the six, when you switch up those back panels into a into a contrasting color like that, especially with that like deep red, mm-hmm. the wow factor when I was a kid was like, oh my god, what is is MJ wearing like, yeah. I needed to know what those were. I wanted the 23 socks to go with them because it was like, you know, if you didn't have those, did you even have the shoes? Full fit, man. But, you need the full fit. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yep. I'm here for it. Uh, another one that I also liked from the Discord and similar to this Jordan theme, happy hour, happy birthday, sir. Whenever you hear this, hopefully you have a good one. And his answer was the Jordan 12 playoff. He wears it every day for that first week, but only a couple times since. On the flip side, I was cool with getting the chlorophyll trainer one, but I'm ecstatic now every time I wear them. So I like that wrinkle. So let me ask you a question that we didn't talk about pregame, but now kind of poses itself in this natural flow of conversation. Any shoes you guys have that were the opposite where you were, I wouldn't say apathetic, but you bought them. And now the more you wear them, the more you realize the beauty of the shoe. Bam. Had no hate for the Jordan two, but Shout out to Sean, who puts a Jordan 2 in everyone's face every Tuesday at least. Uh, and I said it in the nicest way possible because I was like, you know what? I think I kind of want to give this one a chance. And because, you know, people don't really like the shoe, it was cheap to get. I tried it out. I think I wore the shoe just like Pappy for like a week or two straight. I'm like, dang, I actually really like this shoe. And now I see why Sean will go out of his way and break down the Jordan 2 for the rest of his life. So I understand. I understand now. That's a good one. I don't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that that was flipped like that. I most of the time I get excited about it, and it's either I don't get the shoe or like I get it and it's, I'm into it. But the other one of the other comments, I don't know how you say the name, hack to spit, but like he's always posting his pairs in the what did you wear today? What did you wear today? Channel. And uh, he said, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I only get excited for new shoes and it doesn't last. I do think that is like super real, man. Mm -hmm. Like I, I will get like stupidly excited about something, get it. And then forget that I even like really wanted it. It's not that I forgot that I bought it. Right. But it's like, I'll put it somewhere like on a stack and, you know, or especially if I leave it in the box that it came in and I don't really know what brand it is or what's behind it. Like, I just kind of like, I just am moving on to the next one. And it sucks because part of that is because we're always talking about sneakers. It's a part of what we do. It's a part of the community. And part of it is just like the nature of too many things coming out, right? Like there's just, like, there's so much good stuff coming out and there's a ton of bad stuff too, but like, there's like literally so much good stuff. Like if you like sneakers and you can't find happiness in sneakers right now, I, I don't know what to tell you, man, because... Like you could literally look at every brand on the planet and everyone is doing at least a couple of really cool things right now. And that to me is like so exciting. And I think it's just like, it's why I just continue to come back to like loving this stuff. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of talk in the discord recently around, you know, the negativity in sneakers and like the frustrations of like getting pairs. And I'm not denying that some of that stuff happens pretty regularly. But when you look at like, you know, oftentimes we're talking about the sneakers app and the frustration of not hitting on the sneakers app. But like when you look around and you see, you know, some of the stuff that's coming out from the other brands, like you mentioned the running shoes from Puma, Mike, um, the, the questions that are coming out have been phenomenal. Like, yeah, there's some crazy colors that people might not be into, but like, you know, uh, the Reebok sent me the, the white, you know, the Julius serving the Dr. J yeah. questions, right? Mine wouldn't be best quality shoes that released this year. One like, like I legitimately almost bought the game worn Dr. J Jersey like 15 years ago because it was, it was on like eBay and it was like a stupid amount of money. Like 
I want to say it was like $1,500 or something at that time. In hindsight, I should have paid the $1,500. <laughs> but like, it was like, how, like that moment for me was such a big deal because I was such a big AI fan. And like, yeah. the average fan doesn't even realize that he wore that jersey to pay tribute to Dr. J. Mm -hmm. So like, for Reebok to acknowledge that and then bring it back, I just thought like, wow, that's super dope. And like, you know, maybe you're not into questions, but like those, those types of things are happening through every brand. We're seeing yeah. it with like, you know, I mean, even like if you're like into like runners right now, Ronnie Fogg is bringing back some like crazy ASICs themes that like he yeah. hasn't had out for a number of years. And they were like some of the most significant shoes of his like journey. Right. And to mm -hmm. me, like to be able to kind of relive that in a new way. Yeah. It's commercialism and it's like buy new shoes. But it's also like a super dope way to say, hey, here's a shoe that's going to cost you 200 bucks. Don't go buying the $1,000 pair of the one from 10 years ago that might crumble anyway, you know? Yeah. And I can't be mad at that, you know? Like, I, I think it's, it's, it's like the flip side of the negative aspect of it is, is there's just a lot of people doing cool stuff in the sneaker world right now, so. Definitely been a big year of, like, sneaker exploration for me is like i always liked all the different brands out there but because i'm like man there's so many good things from everyone else and i'm not trying to like knock nike or adidas but they are good at you know bringing back the old things kind of repetitively and again clearly i, I buy them but if i this is the probably the best year for a pricing and b everyone's being competitive from brands like new balance is clearly in my opinion the brand of the year uh but asics is quietly okay time out did you know that we have an entire network of podcasts that's right it's called the retrospect podcast network and it includes a number of shows that you might like if you're enjoying this one. First up is for the f1 fans exhaust notes is a formula one podcast that's the perfect balance for the new fans joining the sport and the tried and true diehard f1 fans who've been there all along New episodes of Exhaust Notes drop every Tuesday on all of your favorite podcast platforms and at exhaustnotes.fm. We've also got a show for the fitted hat collectors out there called Crown and Stitch. As a baseball fan, I've been obsessed with hats for as long as I can remember, and the number of people collecting now has gone through the roof. It reminds me of sneakers back in the day, and I absolutely love seeing creativity of the new releases. Every Wednesday, we drop a new episode of Crown and Stitch on all of your favorite podcast platforms and on YouTube at youtube.com slash crownandstitch. If you follow me personally on social platforms at Nick Engvall, you probably already know I first dipped my toes in the podcast game back in 2015 with a show called Outside the Box. Originally hosted by my friends Brandon Edler and Jacques Slade, it eventually evolved into a show with Tiffany Beers, Jacques Slade, and myself, and then into an interview series with some amazingly creative guests. While the show has gone through a lot of changes throughout the years and is currently on hiatus, a lot of people have been enjoying past episodes recently, and I'm excited to say I have new episodes in the works for the new year. We'll be adding new podcasts to the Retrospect Network in the coming months as well. In fact, if you'd like to advertise on any of the shows, be a guest on any of the shows, or even talk to us about getting your own podcast started, reach out to us at podcast at sneakerhistory.com and find out more about the podcast network at retrospectpodcast.com. Releasing some of the nicest Joe Light 3s they have ever released without an attachment to Ronnie Feig or Kith or anything like that. Saucony is quietly putting out extra fire without any collaborations like there's so many nice things out there. I mean, Solomon has kind of come out of nowhere. So, yeah, like you said, it's just that feeling as a whole, I think kind of, it sounds silly to say it because it's just sneakers, but that 
I was getting sick of sneakers for a minute, but this year kind of rejuvenated my love of sneakers because there's just so many nice things out there. Even looking at basketball, like Nike basketball has been kind of mad lately, but they kind of redeem themselves, especially when it comes to things like uh, the LeBron 20 and then Puma coming in really hot with their brand with both, um, you know, Mellow Balls shoe. And I have to say that the Stewie may be one of the best new basketball shoes out just when it comes to aesthetics. I haven't tried it yet, but there's just so many nice things out there where it does get rough on the pockets. You got to really pick and choose, but it's a way happier choice. And, oh, I didn't get a Jordan one, so I guess I'll go figure this out somewhere else. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I mean, it's also the fact that we've kind of been broken records in that sense of, hey, if you're not enjoying life as the traditional sneakerhead, i.e. losing on sneakers every Saturday, find a new path, find an alternate path. And this year feels like a culmination of that ideology. And it's not just a bunch of 30-something old men complaining about it or being happy about it. You're also starting to see this newer generation embrace the difference aspect of being a sneakerhead. So if you can cultivate a Sacconi head when he's still 14 or you can get a young lady to be interested in Puma, mm -hmm. that's a win for the culture. And ultimately, we may have our allegiances. We may have our adversaries. We are still just trying to continue this movement and continue this scene because it's brought us joy. And the thought process is that's what sneakers should do. Yep. And it is doing that, and it's doing it in the ways that both my co-hosts just said. We're hitting this, board, uh, I want to say, almost like a no ceilings limitation because there hasn't been a limitation. Just everybody's taking chances, and knock on wood, nobody has gone truly out there. And whenever you have that type of environment, people only want to continue to push the boundaries because eventually you are going to hit a spot where it's like, okay, maybe this was a brand too far, or maybe this was a colorway too far. But Right now, I applaud the entire industry for taking a chance and owning it, which is something that Mike had alluded to previously. We couldn't say that because for a while it just felt stagnant and it felt safe and it's hard to quantify it. And it's very generic to use those terms, but that's probably the issue behind it is how many times can I see a launch black colorway? Give me some of that storytelling. And that's one of my, I mean, if you have a sneaker history, a sneaker history bingo card and you have a score that says row it complaining about the lack of storytelling, here's your marker. Because <laughs> I just think the stories are being taught or, or are being told and taught are so much more vibrant and vivid and most importantly, versatile than the previous things of this is a shoe that represents somebody's special bond to a lost loved one. Hey, that's a great thing. I will never knock that. But I also worry that we lean on these crutches too much. So it's nice to see everybody getting out of the box. Yeah, totally. Well said. I think, too, like the next few choices from the Discord kind of hit on a few key points to that conversation, too. Right? Like we were talking about, you know, Panda Dunks still being everywhere and being one of the most popular shoes and, and everybody seemingly having a pair and restocks and always available and all that stuff. But, yo, it's Andrew said, Argon Dunks. So glad I had a chance at a legend. You know, bringing back like like a classic story like that. You know, I think like on uh, Crown and Stitch, the re one of the most recent Crown and Stitch episodes, I talk about uh, picking up a, a Giants fitted that is like essentially like the DQM Bacon Air Max ninety theme, right? And I don't have those. I wasn't planning on buying those. Like I wanted them the first time around, but now that that is back and they're like almost retail ish, like I should probably buy a pair because now I got a fitted hat to wear with them too. But Anyway, I got I got Shineball here. Uh, Bradley says the Joe Fresh Goods 9060. I'm still hyped about them, but that feeling fades a lot quicker than it used to. Mm -hmm. I think that's another, like, 
just to your point, Mike, New Balance really like between their collabs and their general release stuff and their made in the USA stuff, they've just been dropping a lot of good stuff. And then Todd T easy said, uh, the Tom Sachs GPS, pretty polarizing shoe, but in my eye immediately, but my eye immediately goes to them in, in my sea of shoes. I think those are kind of like, like all three of those are almost like, like bright spots in a sea of, of many other sneakers that come out. Right. Like it's hard to, it's hard to find a, it's hard to not be like, I don't know, disgruntled around the amount of dunks that are out there right now. But at the same time, if you're looking and you find a color like that Argon dunk, it's beautiful, right? Or mm-hmm. whatever that dunk is for you, there that choice is out there in a way that, it, you know, you might have not been able to find something that you really wanted in the past. Same thing with the Joe Fresh Goods 9060s, right? Like seeing like the, the evolution of the New Balance like classic styles into these like other chunky and, and like more like just risky silhouettes, I would say for new balance, right? They're not risky when it comes to like the rest of the shoes on the market, but for new balance, they're definitely outside the comfort zone. And I think in a weird way, the Tom Sachs general purpose shoe is exactly that for Nike. It's, it's way outside of the norm because it's super normal and super basic and, and hyped up. Yeah. And like that just doesn't happen, you know, like this is like a a Roshi moment almost, right? Where it's like like everybody already wears Nikes. How do you make a shoe even more plain and call it a general purpose shoe and have it become as like popular as that shoe has become, you know? And and I don't know if Dalton replied to this, but like obviously Dalton has that and had been wearing it for a long time in the Discord and you know, just like that shoe, like it, it was polarizing to a lot of people. But the people that it resonated with, like, it really resonated with, which is super dope. Yeah. And it was crazy to me looking at that just kind of – I take these two things and compare them. Kind of probably apple and oranges. But you look at Nike, you know, black, white, panda dunk, Nike, military, black, four. Super simple, quality, less than stellar. And people are literally tripping over themselves. You look at what we're seeing here with, let's go with a more budget-friendly New Balance, 2002R. Now that the protection pack has come out a couple of times, or not protection pack, the uh, refined future pack has come out a few times. You're looking at something with similar price points. Actually, probably as a, if you look at the median or average, the New Balance is a better price point for the people. It is something that is now, I guess, quote-unquote sitting when – I swear if I get one more email from Nike about a dunk restock on black, white panda dunks, <laughs> I am going to lose my mind. And I know where I was like, and it's not about people wear what you like. It's not, I'm not telling you don't wear it. I'm just more like if they can produce this many, many panda dunks, why can't we produce things that I don't want to say people actually want, but I, I actually want, <laughs> like, like <laughs> we should be able to produce the, I, I want to shadow Jordan one. You can just keep making them. I, I swear people will buy them. But I just don't understand it. Like I, I heard a few people say, and they said it best. Uh, like the uh, the homies over at the Sneak Disc, like Greg, there's mentioned the Panda Dunk is literally the same thing as a Van or a Converse. So, like it makes sense. I understand the allure. I'm just tired of it because I feel like there's just no personality in it. I, if you guys, if anyone looked at my sneaker collection, 
I buy shoes for personality, like things that express me or maybe things I don't think I can express in shoe form. So bright orange, pink, whatever, that's the things I like. So it's just weird. to I can't get behind it because it feels like I can just go to, you know, you know, shoe for less, whatever, and buy that shoe. But you know what I mean? Like, no, no, Mike, I totally get it because the way I look at dunks right now, <clears throat> they are comfort food. And there is something nourishing, something rewarding, something nostalgic about having comfort food every now and then. But if your comfort food is your every single meal, there's going to be discomfort pretty soon. You're going to mm-hmm. get sick of it. It's not going to have that same impact. So I get it. I am an employee of Nike. This is my opinion, not that of my corporate employer. But it does mention to the fact that if we're continuing this food metaphor, variety is the spice of life. Just mm-hmm. give us some sort of tweak because I understand that there is something unifying about a great pair of sneakers and the Panda Dunk is that to a lot of people, I'm assuming, because I can't think of any other reason why they continue to make umpteen pairs of it. Mm-hmm. But you also have to realize that every pair you make is one more pair contributing to the ba- breaking point of people at one point just saying, you know what? I'm over it. Like no more dunks for me. No more pandas for me. Yeah. Strictly brown bears. <laughs> anything else. Just anything else at this point. Yeah. I mean, I think that's an interesting conversation and I mean, we'll probably get into it in like more of a year end uh, wrap up show, I think, but you guys both make some good points. I, I do think that it's almost like Nike's gotten to the point where they don't have to think about people not wanting that shoe because they'll just go buy another Nike shoe, right? Yeah. It's not it's not move away from Nike if I don't buy these Panda Dunks. If I'm if I've seen too many Panda Dunks, then I go find a Air Max or I go find a you know Trainer One or Jordan or something. So like there's an interesting dynamic there where like they've almost like gotten to the sweet spot where they can make a ton of basic colorways and have a ton of options in that same silhouette. And the people that get sick of that dunk with the black and white the Panda dunk can go find a, you know, a, a polar bear castle. dunk. And it, yeah. Pol- whatever, whatever other <laughs> dunk. Right? Yeah, polar bear. Anything uh, else. I'm all just, right. Oof. No, and I, so, I may be salty in the sense that this morning we have occasional pop-ups during campus, and what was today's pop-up? A black and white pair of panda dunk eyes. So she went kicked it's over full the table, circle. just went, just like pushed it yeah. over. Just, no more. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to continue to work here because there may be a looming yeah. recession. Yeah, I'm exactly. going to go out. It's going to be because of a damn recession, not because of me in a way telling on myself, because as you guys all like to know, I have a saying that we live in the golden era of people telling on themselves. And I think nothing would be more extravagant of doing that than pushing a pair of a uh, table full of sneakers while you have your black badge on where people can read your government name. Your badge ID. <laughs> so true. I do love a good table flip though. <laughs> All right, so we got a handful more I want to get through, and yeah. then uh, we'll wrap. But Girl Eyes says the Fire Red Jordan 3. Uh, Leo, or L3O, Leo, I assume, says Fire Red 3 is my favorite silhouette in the OG color and OG specs. First shoe I have doubled in first shoe I have doubled in more than a decade, and I'm wearing them on a weekly basis, keeping the excitement and joy on Fire Red 3. Excellent use of emojis, Leo. Excellent <laughs> use of emojis. I like what we did there. Um, I think that's a good call. The the fire red threes. I know Robbie had lots of good things to say when he mm-hmm. got his pair. So I wonder if he's still, t- still rocking him. We'll have to check in on the next episode, but, um, 
Hassan said the Zoom Freak 4. My excitement was somewhat tempered by having to order multiple pairs just to get a good pair. Thank you, quality <laughs> Nike Quality Control. Um, Trav said, uh, the Trav Pete said, I'm still excited about the Rejuvenate gold medal samples that I've had for almost two years. If you haven't been on one of our community calls or trivia nights, that is the most Trav Pete response to that question I could possibly <laughs> imagine. And it sounds crazy, but he means it from the bottom of his heart. And I'm pretty sure he's probably staring at that shoe as he's listening to this episode right now. He's so. like sleep slipped it like caressed. <laughs> <in> his... <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Um, last one we got, uh, or two more we got that I want to read. So uh, Drew said the New Orleans Air Force One from the city pack I got. Uh, the majority of my family is from New Orleans, and it was a shoe that I had to have since I saw the first picture. Still very excited. And then Roberto Stangen Hoops said, Air Flight Light 2 mid in the black and red, and the excitement has not worn off. Don't think it ever will. That's an, actually an interesting one. To Both of those are really interesting because the Air Force One, to me, well, I'll save my opinion on the Air oh, Force One. No. But <laughs> they've done some great colorways on the Air Force One this year, I have to admit. Um, and the Flight Light 2 is one of those shoes that's like you almost never expect to see a shoe like that come back. Yeah. So the fact that it did, anybody that loved that shoe first time around definitely is is probably feeling the same way Roberto is. But anyway, Rowit, we didn't ask you what, what, what your answer to that question is. So, so before please. I give my answer, I just kind of want to hit some odds and ends based on some of these responses. Right now, the Giannis Freak 4 shoe doesn't necessarily do anything for me, but Giannis as a salesman is probably the most interesting athlete we have. There's just something about this man that is captivating to me. Uh, I was having a discussion with my brother about this. In a way, Giannis is what we thought KD would end up being in terms of staying in that small market, lifting that team up to a level that none of us thought possible. And now he can essentially never pay for a meal in that region again, because he's going to be treated like, sorry, bad pun ahead, a Greek God. So Giannis, I just want to keep doing you. Uh, I mean, I want you to keep doing you Freudian slip there and continue with the dad jokes. If we can get a dad jokes colorway, I'll be very excited. For that. <laughs> As I for the it. air flight. Yeah. I yep. think all of us would. I mean, it, it's one of those things where the cornier it is, or give me a Giannis Monarchs Freak colorway, because I think that would be the ultimate dad joke shoe as well. Uh, I will say this, the Air Flight 2 is a, a nice statement, because then it gives me hope that my beloved Air Jet Flight Max will someday retro, and I can <laughs> crash a Discord and be Roberto, a.k.a. Stangen, who just be like, you know what, that's my shoe, I'm so excited for it. But now that I've filibustered enough, and I really wanted to hear what Nick had to say about the Air Force One. I'll just quickly say the LeBron 20. I bought one colorway. I loved it. I'm almost too scared to put it on. It's how much I cherish the shoe. So I went ahead and fucked around and bought a second pair of the Purple Frost. So my theory right now with LeBron James shoes is if you take your inspiration from a bottle of Gatorade Frost, the colorway is going to be fire. Because if that doesn't look like Riptide Rush and Glacier Freeze to me, I don't know what will. <laughs> you know what? I didn't even associate the two together. Now... You kind of make me have to go buy that purple frost. Here's now. the thing. Content providers of the world, a free post for you. Get a pair of Riptide Rushes with your purple frost LeBron James. Tag your boy in it. So that way I can enjoy the fruits of my labor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, this time we have this conversation. Let's say this time again next year. When you say fruits of your labor, if they actually do release the Fruity Pebble LeBron 4s, we will have this conversation. And that will be my shoe. If, I will already call we, it. If we have that release, I'm 
put this on the big board. We're having a cereal party of an episode where we're literally bringing Let's our favorite it. cereal. We're going to be eating cereal and we're going to have a My Starting Five about breakfast cereals. We're not going to eat I'm the mouth so of shoe. In. Don't get, we've already no, talked no, too much I, trash I, about doing that. We're not going to do <laughs> yeah. that, right? Yeah. No, no Daniel Ricardo here. No Daniel Ricardo. Listen yeah, to No Chewies. No Chewies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it is interesting because, like, I, I, feel that way about the LeBron 20. I haven't pulled the trigger on one, but every time I see him, I keep thinking like, okay, which colorway and how many of these colorways am I going to end up with? But I have to say the one shoe, I can see it and I can't reach it without disconnecting. The shoe that I got, took pictures of and have not put away because I just like looking at it is the San Francisco Giants themed Griffey Max 1. You are going to say that. Like, I, I, I want to wear it. Like I don't want to wear it. I just want to look at it. I just want it to be like this art piece on the, on the, you know, bookshelf over there. But I don't know. It's, it's definitely one of those things. I think that's like the, the double-edged sword of like this question is yes, there's shoes that you want and then you get them and then you want to wear them all the time. Then there's also shoes that you get and you want, and you just want to stare at them until your eyes just like dry up. Yep. That's like those LeBrons, like even the uh, Big Bang LeBron, not Big Bang, I'm sorry, the uh, Miami Night LeBron 8. They're literally both sitting on top of each other just outside of the box. I just like to look at them. I wear them when I can, but I was like, finally, we've made it. Yep. 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 All right, guys. Well, I think this was really fun. Thanks to everybody that that responded to the question in the Discord. We're going to definitely do this again, so keep an eye out to that channel in the Discord, and we'll we'll – Get, get some answers and uh, see what else you guys are feeling and, and see what we're feeling based on your, your feedback. We appreciate all of you. And uh, you guys can find these guys at their respective Instagram handles, which they're going to tell you right now. Yeah. You can find me, of course, always here on Sneaker History, but you find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789 and YouTube under just Mike Guillory. Roy, where are you at, buddy? I'm everywhere. No, I'm not. I'm in a very select part of the internet. I am on Twitter for who knows how long, maybe until that $8 a month thing comes up. Who knows? At Roheasy <laughs> on Instagram, at Roadm13, a part of the Exhaust Notes podcast, part of the Sneaker History podcast. Basically, if Nick Engvall puts up a bat signal and asks me to give 45 minutes of content on anything, I'm there. So thank you, Nick. He's no problem. Mr. Thank Gordon you. to my Batman. Is how <laughs> Uh, you guys can find me at Nick Ingvall on all the platforms. More importantly, hit the first link in the description wherever you're watching or listening to this to join the Discord. There is just under 500 people in there, all of them awesome, all of them great people. And I think if you click that link and join, we could get over 500, which would just be a cool thing to do. So Let's do it. appreciate y'all for supporting and listening and rocking with us. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. See you. Happy birthday, Robbie. Happy birthday. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.